0: episode of The Raving Geeks, the official geek culture podcast of CM Life. I'm one of your hosts, Steve Tiemann.
1: Hi, I'm Far Coleman.
0: My name is Jeremy Augusta. All right, and we're back for another week, so we're going to get right into the news. Um, I only found, like, one bit of, like, comic booky movie news, and it was uh, relating to S- James Gunn's Suicide Squad. And his, like, lineup that he's been talking about is, like, super wacky and very, like, what... I don't know, super off the wall DC characters, yeah, which these, I think like, will work for a James Gunn. Some of these characters I've well. never heard of before so, in my entire I'll life. I'll just go through them real quick. Um, King Shark, that's probably the most well known one. I've yeah. never heard of that
2: in my think, entire life. Think I'm Killer Croc, with but he's him, a shark. But, okay, yeah. so he's
0: big and he
1: looks like that's a shark.
2: what
0: I—that's that, uh, what yeah. my my brain puzzling it together was. Yeah, he's a shark man. Um, the next one is the Rat Catcher. I don't know who that is. I'm going to read his powers. It sounds awful. They're funny. Um, Once a literal rat catcher, Otis Flanagan has the ability to communicate with and control an army of rats, along with utilizing deadly weaponized glasses. Amazing. I don't. It's going to be so good. I'm so not Get interested in this movie. bunch of rats. <laughs> Me either, but... if, if going. You're, if there's going to be more. Okay. Polka-Dot Man. He's a, <laughs> he, he's a Batman that sounds like villain. That like the worst superpower. He turns the polka-dots covering his costume into various weapons, including buzzsaws, fists, and more. Oh. So kind of stealing from Green Lantern's gimmick, except it's like... yeah. But he has a polka-dot outfit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the Peacemaker. Um, the Peacemaker is a pacifist so dedicated to peace that he uses violent force as a superhero to prevent more violence. These sound like
2: Saints Row... Like characters uh, honestly, a bit, yeah, yeah. That they were like, What's the wackiest, lamest thing we can come mm-hmm. up with? Like, I want to n- not be excited, but Guardians was so good, right? And I didn't, I hadn't really heard of any of those characters. And if you told me that Rocket Raccoon was going to be one of my favorite superheroes, it would have laughed at you. Um, but I mean, if he can do it, this is if he can do it with that cast, I will be shocked.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, there's anyone who could take. Like the list of characters you just named to make it work on screen is James Gunn. It's James Gunn, but still, like seriously, it's
0: way more off the wall than Guardians. Yeah, was. Like Guardians. It's like okay, they're aliens. I can buy into it. Yeah, this is Guardians.
1: Like, they're space creatures. It's not yeah. based on Earth. This is like, what's your superpower,
0: random guy? Rats. Like, like, it, like how do you make that work rats. on screen? Maybe he did this because he
2: didn't want any source material to have to. Like screw with right because like guardians probably had a ton of source material that they had to like there were fans of guardians who mm-hmm. were like who Would have been very upset if he screwed up guardians, but yeah. there is no Ain't way A whole lot
1: of polka Dot man fans out anybody there, would
0: imagine. possibly care about any of these characters enough for him to screw up I think as long as he makes king shark a big shark man like a big CGI type like huge mm-hmm. people will be like all right do whatever. They could just use all the Venom scenes, mm. just reskin Venom. <laughs> yeah. Also, I um, there's rumors that Harley Quinn will be in it again, and they want to replace Idris Elba with Will Smith for Deadshot. But that's dumb, and I think he should be John Stewart,
1: Green Lantern. I, I agree, but I feel like Idris Elba is kind of up there in age for you to cast him as John Stewart right now. Because I assume yeah. if you're casting him as John Stewart, you're casting him to be Green Lantern for you know a while. Yeah, and I feel like you kind of run into the Ben Affleck situation if you cast him as John Stewart right now. That is you know also true. He's, he, i would go younger if you were yeah. casting like your actual Green Lantern that you're going to use for films to come. Yeah. I would go younger than Aegis Elba.
0: That's fair. Also, I just wouldn't use Deadshot. I'd use Deathstroke because he's, he's a, cooler than Deadshot. I mean,
1: true, but I think Will Smith made... If they can get Will Smith back, I would continue to use Deadshot. I think Will Smith think he was explicitly one of the said spots. he didn't want to do That's another That's the thing, because Will is
0: out. So they're like, okay. who else could we get for Deadshot? And then they want Idris Elba. If,
1: if not, then... Because I, I think Will Smith as Deadshot is what made that character work so well. Mm-hmm. So I think if he's not going to be returning, I say just cut your losses and find another team member. I mean, Suicide Squad has had several different... Team members coming out of the lineup, just replace them with another team right. member yeah. who's on there at some point. I mean, clearly we have enough wacky characters to choose from. There's someone named Polka Dot Man, so you can find someone else. <laughs> I'm not to replace so the, person. the death Shot role, <laughs> whoever that is. Deathstroke actually is a really good idea. To actually, I don't know if um, that's kind of in their plan because it kind of seemed like Deathstroke and Lex Luthor were making their own little thing, and that's kind of going to be whatever Justice League Two is. So I'm not sure if we'll see him in Suicide Squad 2. Mm-hmm. But right. I wouldn't be opposed to that idea.
0: Here you go, Jeremy. There's Polka Dot Man. Oh, boy.
2: <laughs> that's the worst image I've seen today.
1: Yeah, no. I, I'm actually very curious to see what that's going to look like Cursed in interest. live action.
2: That is a curse. That should go on. There's a subreddit called Thanks, I Hate It. Yeah. And it deserves yeah. to be on there. All right. That's all I got. Okay, so for uh, gaming-wise, um, like the big thing right now is Apex. So I got to talk about it. The only um, news was there was <laughs> people were data mining. And EA, on its own website, leaked an image of a new hero called Octane, or a new legend rather, called Octane, um, who can sacrifice health for a temporary speed boost, um, automatically builds up health over time, and can put down jump pads. Now, that's the data mine stuff, so that's not the final, and that, that may not be what it's going to be. Right. Um, but people were really excited for the Battle Pass to come out today on Reddit. And finally, the developers, and bless the developers who are responding, because Respawn has had one of like the best launches for this game, and they're killing it PR wise on the subreddit. They came out and said um, It's coming out soon. It's not coming out today Don't believe all the data mine stuff because we make changes and a lot of that stuff's old so don't get your hopes up and don't uh, Like get mad at us if we don't put out that product and a lot of the people were really um, understanding a lot of the commenters and I know Reddit comments can be kind of accessible, but a lot of the commenters were really nice and were really like, yeah, we love the game. Take your time and do what you need to do to make this absolutely perfect. There is a rumor that there's going to be a whole new map, um, called the arena. But again, um, that was part of the EA promotional material. So that's more reputable than, uh, some of the other data mine stuff. Um, so, yeah, like they said sometime in March. Uh, P- oh, for some reason, people thought it was going to be today, either leaked material or, like, random data mining BS. But, yeah, it's coming out in March still. They haven't announced it's delayed, but I expect it to be in the next two weeks. Um, cool. That's it for Apex. Uh, games, I'm still getting slowly better. Um, <coughs> my last game yesterday, we got a win. Like, me nice. and my squad, like, right before, we, they're like, okay, this is the last one, and we got a clean win, and I got the final kill. So, yeah, that game is still so much fun. And if mm-hmm. you're not playing it, what are you doing with your
0: life? So I'm feeling every spare moment of my I, life. I came back to it because I went on like a trip over break, so mm-hmm. I couldn't play. And I thought, I was like, oh man, I'm gonna be really rusty. But I got a couple kills per game. Uh, we were kind of way down because we just it was just me and my roommate, so mm-hmm. we had like a, a random person doing their own thing. But it's it's really good. Yeah. Still no complaints. There's been it's a lot stuff. of
2: Fortnite people, and I'm definitely this way. You cannot play Fortnite casually now. You will get mm. destroyed by everybody. It's impossible to succeed in Fortnite. Apex is not that way. So if you don't play Apex all day, every day and jump back in, you can still have just a great time. Just because of how the game works, it's much easier to jump in and out. And I think that's another thing that's going to be good for the longevity of it. Mm-hmm. But a
0: big movie came out uh, since we've been gone. Yes, it did. Um, last Thursday and Friday, uh, Marvel Studios dropped Captain Marvel, which uh, Farhan and I both saw, and uh,
1: I really liked it. I did as well. Um, I was a little, I don't want to say disappointed, but it it wasn't as great as I thought it was going to be, Mm. but I still uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought Brie Larson actually was very well cast in that role, and I thought the chemistry between her... And young Nick Fury, which kind of threw me off for a minute. It took a while for me to adjust to the fact that Samuel Jackson looked that young. He's 70. Yeah, I'm like... That's some
0: crazy de-aging. He still looks great. Yeah, whatever
1: de-aging technology they used for this movie was phenomenal because I couldn't tell that Mm. was CGI the entire time. So hats off to whoever was able to pull that off. Did Hmm. he run
2: in this movie? Because there's a clause in his contract... With Samuel Jackson, where he doesn't run sometimes, like his contracts have clauses where he doesn't run because he's a bad
0: runner. Is he? Does
2: I don't he, think run he this ever? Movie? I
1: don't. I don't recall. Think no. so.
0: He might have. There might have. He, he might have done like a little hustle. Like yeah, a hustle yeah. Uh But not not a full out run. I, I mean, not a
2: full sprint. No, yeah. not at any point. I also heard that Brie Larson is not a good runner.
0: No, she runs. <laughs> <kind of laughs> okay, that's yeah. not good. But to be fair, she was also in like a goofy rubber suit with big, yeah, clunky space boots. Fair enough. Yeah, Th- that's but, um, all the That's the only. Those are the only things I know about this movie. Yeah, I will say, um, some people were criticizing, like, oh, like regardless of like the smile thing that everybody's been talking about, she, her acting was kind of like. She's either, like, she, their, her characterization wasn't super nailed down to some people. Like, she was really cocky, and then she just went to being stoic, and then she's cracking jokes. So it's like, which one is that it? That is true. But that
1: that that was something I noticed, too, is that her mannerisms kind of changed from scene right. to scene almost. Like, okay, wait, who are you exactly?
0: Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the cocky Carol <laughs> bit, but um, I think she's she really benefited from the supporting cast, both human mm-hmm. and Cree and Skrull. Um, and I think... When the Russos get a hold of her, or got a hold of her for Endgame, I think she's really gonna shine.
1: Yeah, one thing I'm a little disappointed by was I kind of wish the film had gone more in depth about like actual Kree society and how it worked, and also yeah, vice it versa. Yeah, was a with little the, just, generic. Yeah, we it was basically like the bait, like the very basic. Very simple premise of what a Kree is and what a scroll is. Mm-hmm. We didn't really get to go in depth on. Oh, here's the scrolls home world. This is how they live. This is you know why they are the way they are. Oh, this is. Uh, I mean, we got to see the Kree's home world, but we didn't really get to explore it that much outside yeah. of, you know, maybe a little bit of their culture with c- communicating with. I'm forgetting what that being was called.
0: The Supreme Intelligence. Yeah,
1: Supreme Intelligence or whatever. So we got to see a little bit of their culture, but I kind of wish we got to see more because. Mm-hmm. Cree have a very extensive backstory and a lot of history behind them. Right. And I feel like it was a wasted opportunity that we really didn't get to explore that that much.
0: Mm. I liked the twist with the scrolls. I did too. And I really liked that. Well, do you guys want to do
2: a spoiler announce? Yeah. I don't I don't care. Okay, at all. so spoilers.
1: Major spoilers. Big,
0: big spoilers. Um, all the marketing was that the, the scrolls, scrolls are the movie, bad guys. And it's like, oh man, is this how they're gonna kinda hint at secret secret invasion and our avengers gonna be some scrolls nope but no uh it turns out the scrolls are actually on the run from the kree who were like dicks and they're kind of like i don't want to say genociding kinda. the scroll but they're kind of genociding are.
1: them because they didn't want to be under their rule. yeah role, so the, the
0: kree were kind of like expanding throughout space and the crawl the scrolls resisted and they're like okay so we'll just kill all of you so mm-hmm. ben mendelsohn's Talos or Talos, I say Talos, but they also Talos. I think it was Talos. Yeah, praise Talos. Yeah, so um, Skyrim. He's the leader of <laughs> these Ta- Howard, don't hit me. He's the he's yeah hey, wick. <laughs> so um he's the leader of these Skrulls and he's trying to basically get them like out of the grip of the the Kree out of the Kree's influence. Mm-hmm. So he invades Earth to find, um, Marvel, who is a in the comics was the original Captain Marvel, but they changed his origin to making. Him, a woman mm-hmm. who was like a renegade Cree, mm-hmm. and she came to Earth and she was using the Tesseract with Shield to make a faster-than-light engine to get the Skrulls like out. Okay. So that that twist, I don't know if that ruffled feathers. Didn't I? Didn't really care. I thought it was interesting.
1: I I thought it was a little weird just because I. When I think scrolls, I think bad guys. They've yeah. just always been villains to me. So then to kind of make that switch in this film. Yeah. Kinda I like, meant uh. Marvel twist, but yeah, alright, that too. Yeah, but the Marvel twist I didn't really mind because I'm not extremely invested in the Captain yeah, Marvel lore. So either. like, I personally didn't know that Marvel was a character or, or that fact that he was supposed to be a guy until like this Afterward, movie. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say so that twist didn't really bother me. Mm-hmm. But the scrolls being the good guys, kind of, I mean. In the history of Marvel, Kree and Scrolls are both kind of villains. Mm-hmm. So either way, you could have sliced it. You could have made them both bad guys in some way, shape, or form. But mm-hmm. the Skrulls, to me especially, are synonymous with being evil. Right, because so they, yeah. they
0: change shape. They infiltrate planets. Yeah,
1: so, so. it was just kind of like, oh, I'm rooting for them now? Oh, okay, sure. Yeah.
0: I think, I don't know, they would have to finagle it because Secret Invasion is like a really popular, well-known Marvel mm-hmm. storyline. So they could just say, like, oh, this group or, like, this sect of the Skrulls didn't want to take over Earth, but then this group of Skrulls heard about it from Mendo, and they're like, mm-hmm. hey, we want Earth. Yeah. So they could do it that way, I guess. But I think, especially going into Endgame, we're not going to be seeing someone, like, get w- get like wasted by Thanos and then turn, turn green Skrull, because yeah. they were
1: a Skrull. I doubt that's going to happen, yeah, too. I I, honestly, I'm not even sure we'll see Secret Invasion. I, I think they might go a different direction mm-hmm. just based off what I saw. I feel like if they were going to, if I feel like their plan was set up Secret Invasion, they would have handled the scrolls very differently in Captain Marvel. Right. I just feel like they would have, they would have made them more of a menacing presence than what they were.
0: Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel's at her like full height of her powers. Did mm-hmm. you get the sense that she was any more powerful than Thor? Because I didn't.
1: Um, I would, I would say close to or at the same level. Yeah. I mean. We only got to see it for, like like you said, a very small portion of the film, so it's kind of hard mm. to compare considering we've seen Thor's powers throughout, I don't know, five or six movies now. Mm-hmm. But I would I would say, based on that small sequence, we actually got to see her at her full potential. I'd say she's close to, if not at the same level as Thor. Yeah.
0: Where does she get her powers from? Because that's so, the only question I have. So, um... Before she like was on the Skrull homeworld, she was in the U.S. Air Force Wait, as a. Is she a human being? She's a human. Okay. Yep. So she was a human. She's Captain was Carol Danvers. She was in the U.S. Air Force mm-hmm. and she's a pilot, and um, and they mentioned this in the in the movie that women weren't flying combat missions at that time. So she was a test pilot mm-hmm. for um, Pegasus, which is like a government agency which is mentioned in the Avengers okay. and Iron Man Two, and they do like space stuff yeah. in their aerospace space people. So um, Marvel is running the. The, that group but she thinks, she thinks she's a human it's like mm-hmm. doctor or whatever so she's flying this ship with like the light engine and it gets attacked by an alien ship and you think it's the scrolls at the beginning and it gets shot down and like the the space stuff like the space engine is like right behind the cockpit and it's like exposed mm-hmm. and this is another one of the twists um they crash like it gets shot down and then you see like a figure coming out of like the smoke, and you think it's going to be a Skrull, but it's actually Jude Law, mm-hmm. his character. Yeah. Um, and he pulls a gun and kills Marvel. Mm-hmm. So like uh, Carol grabs the gun and she's pointing it at him, and then she shoots the the engine instead, mm-hmm. and the explosion from that she absorbs its power. Okay. So she's another Infinity Stone powered yeah. hero essentially, and then they take her, because she's still alive, so they take her to the Cree homeworld and give her, like, a transfusion of Cree blood to, like, save her. Mm-hmm. So that's where she gets the Cree powers, but she has, the the glowy hands are from okay. the Tesseract. From the, that's eventually. what I was
2: confused at, was what makes her different than the other Cree people, and yeah.
1: it's
0: the Tesseract. Okay, yeah. that makes sense to me now. Mm-hmm. So, um, I liked the cat. The cat
1: was fun. Yeah, that was a, that kind of threw me off guard. People tried
0: to say, like, that was, like, baby Groot, but I was like, no, it was way no. less annoying. Yeah. And the best part was, um... It's not a cat, it's like an alien mm-hmm. with like big tentacle mouth. And Ben Mendelssohn is terrified of it the whole time. So like yeah. Sam Jackson's holding it, and he's sitting next to Mendo and he's like, get that thing away from me. It's like, <laughs> what? It's a cat. It's like, it's not a cat. It is not, not a cat. cat. That's funny, Ellie. It's really funny. I I was also
2: heard that was the worst sentence any human being has ever put together. I also heard that there is a post credit scene or something where somebody puts the Tesseract on a desk. Oh, the cat throws it up. Okay, does that mean any, like, is that just to tell us, to clue us into
0: where the Tesseract is no. before the events of the other movies? So, S.H.I.E.L.D. gets it back at the end of the movie, because <laughs> they take it to space to do it, or it was in space, in, like, a research station. So, S.H.I.E.L.D. gets it back, and then they're like, I don't know how to carry this, because I can't touch it, because I'm Sam Jackson mm-hmm. and not, like, a superhero. So, they give it to the So, cat. that the cat eats it, Okay, because it's an alien and there's a the whole thing. I like that. And then he throws it up at the end. Also, there's a really good Stan Lee tribute at the beginning. You yeah, know, the Marvel yeah. Studios opening with like yeah. all the heroes in the in the logo. Is it all Stanley? It's, Stan it's all Lee, Stan Lee cameos. cameos. And I was like, I was like smiling and my That's heart felt cool. good. I was like, I love this so much.
1: Did his cameo in that film look weird to you? Like it looked like he was CGI? That's almost. what one of my friends was said. He,
0: CGI? he looked
1: he looked extremely CGI yeah. and Captain Marvel's reaction to him looks very CGI. He didn't
0: say anything. Like hmm. he was um because What
1: if in, they
2: CGI him? Him into every single marvel movie oh, here on out. I don't know if I'm going to like that. Yeah, I don't think that would be a good idea. Cuz in the all.
0: 90s he cameoed in Kevin Smith's Mallrats mm-hmm. and Brie Larson is on a train and she walks past a guy who is reading the script of Mallrats and he puts the paper down and it's Stanley and they just like give like a warm smile. Okay. Yeah, which I took as like she's met she's met him before because he's like the watcher mm-hmm. guy so she's seen him in space so like they knew each other. And that was how I took it. But just because they didn't say anything, they were just like, yeah, just like a warm smile. They just nodded.
2: Yeah, interesting. Okay. So, anything else about Captain Marvel? Uh, Should really. people go see it? Yeah, I would see it. Okay. I would definitely go see uh, it. I
0: definitely see it. I put it. Temper your expectations, though. It's not like I put it squarely in the middle. I yeah. think it was more. So, okay, so like the obvious comparison is going to be Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I liked it more than Wonder Woman
1: because it's more really? consistent.
0: Well, it's more consistent than Wonder Woman. I think the third act of Wonder Woman falls apart for me because it's another big gray CGI monster yeah. surrounded by smoke. And I would fire. say
1: just overall, Captain uh, Wonder Woman though was a superior film in my opinion. Okay. I thought I that's just, fair. I, but I, I see where you're coming from though, as far as the third act goes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, none of the there's no.
0: SJ there's no sorry there's no feminist agenda that they're trying to ram down our throats (laughs) it's just standard women can do this stuff too and get back up when you get knocked down and don't let people tell you what to do there was a weird alt-right thing on twitter where they thought it was that
2: and they were saying like they were promoting alita battle angel to get people to not watch this movie right to watch it just didn't make any sense and it was very stupid yeah the people who did it and none of them are intelligent um want? Is there anything else to say about this movie? Um, else to, anything else to say about Wonder I could, Woman? I could
0: kind of get into the whole the whole thing with why they were trying to boycott Captain Marvel, but I don't really care to. Yeah, and I mean I'd probably either. say something wrong and or dumb, so yeah. let's move on.
2: I was at home over break. I was really bored. Uh, so I grabbed my PS2, because my roommate uh, beat Persona 5, and he wanted to play Persona 4. So he ordered Persona 4 off Amazon, which, by the way, they're still printing that game, So, in the year 2019, the year of our Lord, 2019, (laughs) we got us shipped via Amazon, an unopened, fresh PS2 case, Hmm. which was really weird to open since I haven't done that in, like, 15 years. Um, But, so I was looking at my PS2 and all my old games for it, and I thought back, and I wanted to map out the years in which I got video game consoles and the games that I played for it. So, my first console, ever since I can remember, was a PS2, one of my first memories was my dad buying GTA Vice City and then immediately taking it back to the store because he couldn't play <laughs> it around me. Yeah, so that's my very first memory. And, like, some of the, my favorite games, I don't know if you guys have played them, like, Jack and Daxter.
0: I was never a Brent PlayStation kid. i just did kid, a fist pump. But I'm aware, I'm aware of it.
2: Okay, Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank, and Sly Cooper, which are all loosely platform-based. Brent is doing another um, hmm. fist pump. Which are all loosely platform-based and are all available on the PS4. Hmm. which I recommend people play. So that was my first console. What about you guys?
1: My first console was a PlayStation 2. Um, Well, technically, the first console I had in my house was a PlayStation 1, but my brother owned that. The (laughs) first one I personally owned (laughs) was a PlayStation 2. I remember the first game I played on that PS1 actually was Mortal Kombat 4 and then Tekken 3. Which is probably why I have such a bad Mortal Kombat obsession now. It's because
2: you see, so as your first? You got that first hit.
1: And yes, you're, and I'm you're two up. year old watching people get decapitated, <laughs> and their spines getting ripped out of people's backs. So that was a lovely childhood. Yeah, um, I was four when my dad learned that Vice City was not a game for, <laughs> for, a, for a spectator. Yeah, no, my mom just kind of walked in and was like, "Oh, cool, you guys are playing together." Just little did she know. I'm little learning, did she little know. Little did she know. Well, this
2: should be interesting in 15 years. <laughs> exactly. See what happens.
1: Um. But PlayStation 2, I remember I had, for some reason, I had a lot of, like, those really bad, like, superhero movie games. Okay. Oh, but, like, those were the, the worst? Times. Yeah, I had, I had a lot of those, looking back, and I'm just like, well, I, got, I own Ghost Rider, I had um, what else did I have? I had the first Iron Man there game. There was a Ghost Rider game? There was a Ghost Rider game. <laughs> it actually wasn't completely There's no terrible. way they
2: got Nick Cage to do the voice oh, acting. Oh, they did. What? Yes, I, they I, did. They, they actually did. I'm going to download an emulator and play.
1: Yeah, no, they, it Ghost actually play. wasn't terrible. It was really, really repetitive, though. Like, mm. you're just going from map to map, just fighting a bunch of random demons mm. over and over again, over and over again. It's, it's very it's very repetitive. Um, But, yeah, on that, I had... I mean, I had Mortal Kombat Deception, Armageddon, Shaolin Monks. I remember at least those three, and then I think I had, I think I had Deadly Alliance as well. So a lot of Mortal Kombat games and a lot of bad superhero movie I adaptations.
0: adaptations.
1: <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> okay. Um, and mine... WWE SmackDown vs. Raw. Dude, I remember was playing. I,
2: I had snow days in like middle school. And in like, elementary school, and every snow day, I'd go over to my friend's house, and we'd all make WWE characters, like 10 <laughs> of us, and just fight all day. That's amazing. And all night. It was so much fun.
0: Um, I was a Nintendo kid okay. for my earlier years. I'm
2: kind of jealous, man. But
0: I'm all, I was also kind of an early bloomer. So my first things were a Game Boy SP and a GameCube. Okay. So I was kind of late to the game, but like, I played a ton of Pokemon. I, um, I had FireRed, LeafGreen, and Emerald. Okay. I'm actually replaying FireRed right now, because nice. one of my friends was like, Hey, remember when we played Pokemon? I was like, yeah, I still have my games. We should restart and battle. Oh, you lost all those Pokemon.
2: So I, you got to trade them up. I ha- I've... i
0: You but, can't trade Pets. Well, in either. in my uh, gaming history, I transferred all my good stuff to one Same. game, which they're all sitting in PC boxes.
2: Me, me too. But, um... I, trade, I traded Pokemon all the way
0: from Gen 3 to the current Gen. Oh, really? Yeah, these Pokemon are like 15 years That's old. That's amazing. Um... So, yeah, a lot of Pokemon. I also played Kirby and the Amazing Mirror on the Game I've Boy. I've never heard of that. That was a lot of fun. Um, I could I, I don't really remember the hook other than instead of – I don't even know what the doors were in the previous Kirby games, but in this it's mirrors. Okay. And you, you I have think they to, were
2: literal doors.
0: You have to, like, find shards of mirrors in each world, and then they go into, like, a big mirror, and then when you get them all you can do the final battle, and it's, like, Shadow Kirby and Meta Knight and then, like, a hand. Okay, I that's think. interesting. So that's fun. And then on the GameCube, uh, a, lot of, a lot of melee – even for when I was little, Melee and Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. And um, I, that was like peak LucasArts Star Wars games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had Star Wars The Clone Wars, Star Wars Bounty Hunter, which I have on here because that was my favorite one. It's like a third-person action game where you're Jango Fett. And then there was this really cool mechanic where you held like um, the right bumper on the GameCube controller, and he would lock on, okay. and you would just kind of run in a circle around him. You'd always have your guns pointed at him, so you could just like... Go and like tap A really fast, and he'd shoot, and you could roll and jump and do flips and the jetpack, and you always stayed locked on. So mm-hmm. it was like a really interesting like combat setup, I guess. Yeah, and um, like all Star Wars games. Yeah, two or three. Good. I had two or three of those. I remember Game somebody Q.
2: handed me an N64 controller, <coughs> and I was like, "What the? Because it has those three handles," right. and I was like, "I have no idea what to do with this." <laughs> right. I did not play. I had. No GameCube. Like, I don't know why I didn't have one, because there were so many games I should have had for it that mm-hmm. were fun to play, but I had friends who had it. Um, after my PS2, I got my Game Boy SP, and I have written down Pokemon Fire Red and Pokemon Emerald and Sonic Advanced SP, hmm. which I think is a remake of other Sonic games compiled onto a Game Boy SP, like, Square. Mm-hmm. But my first game, bundled with my Game Boy SP, and this kind of goes to what you were saying, like... Why did my relatives buy me these terrible video games? Like, mm-hmm. had they no filter for absolute garbage? And it was a side-scrolling Star Wars Episode Three game. I have that for DS. I it was know exactly
1: so what you're hard. About. It's I do I, fun. I, I love never. What you're about. I never got past level two. It was I never got awesome. past level one. it's, yeah.
0: it's fun on Incredibly the DS. Difficult. I know
1: exactly what you're talking about. I also,
0: bet. the Xbox version of that game is sick. It's so fun. It's still side-scrolling. No, it's it's like. Okay. It's just like a 3D action. Dude, this shit like was lame. Yeah. But that I maintain that is one of the best video game tie-ins that's ever been made. It is mm-hmm. outstanding. Wow. It's so good.
2: Yeah. The Game Boy one was the lamest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. No, it that... was
0: almost like you had to like
2: reflect blasters yep. and if you missed it twice you died. died yeah. Uh, okay. It was awful. It was, it was
1: after a while I was just like, okay, we're just going to say I own this game <laughs> but I'm never going to play
2: it. Yeah. I don't I don't the day I got I took it to GameStop and they're like this game's worth 12 cents. I was like, "Yeah, you can have it for that. It's worth. It's worth more than that for me." Mm. Um, yeah, what other games? That, like, it's so hard to go back and remember. I know I played Pokemon Pinball. I would go to garage sales and just and buy just all SP the games.
0: Game Boy Game Boy games I could, just because I had. I was a bored kid. I don't even know what else I had. Like all I played was Pokemon and Kirby. Did you ever? Those Link cables were some of the worst pieces of garbage ever. I bought a good one. Okay, it still works. Because the one, but... the
2: ones that I bought. Because like, we would do two on two Pokemon battles, so you mm-hmm. had to have three link cords. Because oh, you would link yeah. one link cord, so you'd plug in the link cord to yours, and then yep. you'd plug that into another link yeah, cord. And there's like a
0: ball in the middle with yeah. a third plug.
2: Yeah. And then somebody else would have to do that, and then that main link cord could do the other ones. But yeah. if one of them came unplugged, that was it. then all of them would just crash and you had to turn off your Game Boy. Yeah. It was it was miserable. There was also a weird Wi Fi adapter oh, that you yeah, could, I I never have got. That too. Never that, got that. That came word out
0: though. with that came with Fire Red if you bought it new. Okay. It was like Cause it, you like click it in, and there's yeah. little hooks into the side. I got that, and I just never, yeah. never could get it it's to like work. Not using the cord. But did you have the
2: but. mirror that you like folded over your screen too? Because I had a big mirror, and it would like mount to the back, and it no. came like I,
0: it came with an accessory set, and it came with like I think speakers. My, my and a friend might have had one of those. I I also had um, it was called Game Boy Advance Video. Do you guys remember yes, that? Yes, I had, uh, it was uh, like, Pokemon episodes. Yeah, I had four ish Pokemon episodes, and they were poorly, poorly. Transferred over to like the, the Game Boy cartridge, yeah. and it was it just looks like it shit. was the episodes right before the Ruby and Sapphire TV seasons mm-hmm. dropped. So like, it was like the Johto League, and Ash was fighting a Blaziken, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, "What is this mysterious Pokemon? It's so good, and it beat his Charizard." And it was like it was a big moment. It was a big moment for my young heart.
2: I don't think there's any Pokemon episode where I would want to buy a cartridge and rewatch. Like who who came up with that idea? I have no idea. It's ridiculous. I don't know why my parents bought that. I remember it. Okay, it was wild. What else?
1: next? Next was the Xbox 360 because I
2: dude, you're jumping way ahead of me.
1: Yeah, no. Well, uh, I was I was on the PS2 thing for a minute, like probably longer than mm-hmm. I should have been. And I was just kind of like everybody else around me. Hey, I have a 360 now. What do you still own? Um, Well, um, <laughs> yeah. So it was time for an upgrade at that point. Um, after Once I got that, it was a lot of Gears of War and Halo. Those are like the two games I switched between. Um, I do believe Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I have Mortal Kombat versus DC as well. Um I never
0: got good at that. I bought that game and
2: I couldn't anything, so I returned it to GameStop. Really? <laughs> yeah, I played it for like twenty minutes.
1: No, I was I was stuck on that for. I mean, I was a little like the Mortal Kombat fan of me was kind of pissed because it was like a tempered down version of. You know what I'm saying? Like right. there was no real fatality. Ultra-dor yeah. So it's kind of like, well, I, I guess this will do for now. At least I get to play as DC characters too, so I'm getting something out of it. Um But yeah, no, I stuck played through every Gears of War game that had came out for that console. Um, Halo, I think I owned three ODST, four, and there might have been another one. But reach, maybe. Me. Yeah, I did have Reach. Yeah, I had Reach. Mm-hmm. Reach, reach was probably my favorite reach one. Reach is
0: Reach is awesome. Yeah,
1: Reach was probably by far my favorite one out of all of those. Mm-hmm. I need to actually go back and replay that. Reach was, damn, that was a good time. It's so good. Yeah, that was a, that was a phenomenal game. Now nah, dang, how would you bring that up? I guess I don't think about Dude, now.
0: the servers are still active. And that's still one of my playing. really. Yeah. That's one of my top three. Like, cause he was like. Like write down your consoles and your top three games for each. My top two for 360 are Halo 3 and Halo Reach. Halo
1: Reach is wow. Yeah, yeah that there's was... still hundreds of people playing. Yeah, it's yeah. So fun. That Operator armor phenomenal. or nothing. And it's um
2: it's backwards compatible, so you can use your Xbox One. Yep. Do um, so you you don't have it? Oh, say Xbox less.
1: Compatible. I did not know that.
0: Yeah, that's that's how I play it. Okay. I play through the campaign every now and then. Best
1: believe that's coming back up with me next time I go home. It's very so
0: fun with this. I had a DS Lite, which I still have. That's what I'm playing Fire Red on right now. Did your
2: hinge break? No,
0: my hinge is trashed. So sorry. I'll talk more <laughs> about. It. I'll talk more about it. Okay. Um, yeah, that was just more Pokemon and Mario Kart DS. Mm-hmm. And Then I got a Wii again, Super Smash Bros. and Mario Kart. Those was the big things. And Force Unleashed on that is pretty fun because okay. you swing your Wii remote and he swings the lightsaber. That's pretty cool. But the thing with like Star Wars Combat is like it peaked at like Jedi Academy and um, Jedi Outcast, mm-hmm. where like you would actually like cut limbs off. And then everything after that and to this point is you're just hitting people with a glowing stick yeah, yeah. pretty much so it's like hitting plastic with plastic yeah. but that game is intense because like he's bringing down star destroyers and yeah. like electrocuting rancors with force lightning Yeah, and and, i just like force and,
1: unleashed cuz i just felt like I'm extremely overpowered yeah I just, so it's like oh, I can just take out this the last, people at once. The last at,
0: mission, you're just like tearing apart the Death Star, pretty much. yeah. So I was like, I was told like you could find a black lightsaber crystal, but it's not on the Wii version. So I Ooh. tore every panel oh. off the wall that was possible in the Death Star. That's unfortunate. And yeah, so I yeah. think I got
1: every single color except black too. Yeah, mm. I was looking for that. Yeah,
0: I had that game
2: for my PSP, and I beat uh, it, and now I have it for my Xbox One because it's backwards compatible, so and I'm hard. stuck. It's I can't so like
0: twelve year old me. Just breeze past it now. It's so hard on console. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, moving on. I just threw this in here. Um, I had we always we always had a computer in the house, but it only got really good when I was like in high school. Mm-hmm. But during those points, I played Zoo Tycoon, which I still do sometimes because it's fun and it's a time sink. Because I loved animals when I was little. Um, Star Wars Battlefront Two from 2005, still one of my favorite oh, yeah, games I, remember. I, remember. I have that oh, on my Mac. I have it. I re-downloaded it for Xbox 360 because or Xbox One because it was like five bucks. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was like, "Done this," because I deleted New Battlefront Two because it sucks. Yeah, even though Anakin's in there now, don't really care because he's <laughs> behind a paywall as usual. Thanks Ooh. EA. But um, Battlefront Two still holds up. It's solid. I played it. on I played it, it yesterday. And also, uh, my first game that I ever played online, Battlefield Three. Okay. I was yeah. a very. I was. I was a late bloomer to the online gaming scene. Same. But Battlefield Three on the PC, I got decent at it. I got my Game Boy when I was seven. The next one is the Wii
2: when I was eight years old. And I remember vividly the day I got it because we almost, me and my family almost got trampled at the local Target.
0: Remember when you couldn't find them? Okay.
2: So this was when you couldn't find them. Yeah. It was the week the Wii came out mm-hmm. and nobody could find one to buy. And we were in Target and they had like 15 or 20 boxes. My mom goes to a sales associate. She's like, those aren't actual Wii's, are they? And he's like, oh yeah, those are those are the consoles. And he's like, you get you want a, you get like two or a game or two when you buy it. And as soon as he said that, everybody in the store <laughs> crowded around us. So my mom picked up me and my brother and a Wii in one hand, and we're like, oh, we're getting the fuck out of here before we get trampled and have this stolen. And my one game, she called my dad. I don't know why he recommended this, but she read out all the games that launched with it, which were, must have been garbage. And it's in retrospect, it's a good game. We got Zelda Twilight Princess, but I never beat it as a kid. Like mm. I just Zelda was not interesting to me and I didn't know how the internet worked so I couldn't go online and figure out puzzles. My dad never even played it. But like I had that game and I I've had it. I might even still have it, but I never
0: like beat it. I had that on GameCube and that's one okay. of my favorite games of all time. It's so good. I I I, go I, I, I really like it. Um, the games I did play on my Wii
2: were Smash Bros Brawl. Yep. See, I was thinking about this And there's not a lot of games I did. Like, I can't remember a lot of different games. But there was a weird, like, arcade game that I only bought because a controller was bundled with it. Mm. And it was, like, board games and stuff like that and tabletop games, which I should go back and find the name of because they were really fun. But I played so much Wii Sports. I remember at my birthday, it would have been my ninth birthday, I slaughtered everybody at boxing except (laughs) for my friend Jeff beat me. And I was legitimately mad (laughs) that I lost at boxing. Uh, Yeah, Smash Bros. Brawl. There were a lot of games I missed out on. Oh.
1: We I just remember me and my family were stuck on Smash Brothers Raw for a while. Yeah, actually, Smash was yep.
2: dope. I played a game called Endless Ocean, which is the most relaxing game ever. And you're just a diver in the yeah, ocean, I've heard of that? And you can just go around and pet fish. And the funniest thing ever to nine year old me was there's a bird called the brown booby. And when nine year old me saw this on the ship, I thought it was the funniest goddamn thing I've ever seen. So yeah, that's Endless Ocean. I, I actually recommend it for
0: just like chilling out and. They have a new version of that out on something because I heard of, the new version sucks. Well, I've seen like Donkey play it and mm-hmm. on like PC or whatever. And he's like, I'm swimming and there's a, there's a shark. and I'm going into a little cave. I don't know how
2: mm-hmm. I don't know how I had the attention span for it as a kid, but yeah. it's so
0: fun and relaxing. Yeah, that's that's my that's my Wii story. I remember I had a weird like, it was for all intents and purposes it was Ace Combat, mm-hmm. but it was just World War Two planes, which was okay. cool because I was like into history at the time. Still kind of am, but it was like. I got really into it, and it was, like, so much, like, turning battles, and it was weird with, like, the remotes and stuff, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm gonna the get these, I'm num-chug. gonna get these Jerry's, and, like, like going through and unlocking planes and stuff, so that was a good memory. Did
2: you ever get, because I had family members who just didn't know what to get me for my birthday or for Christmas, I once got a pack of accessories that you would put the controller in mm. that were shaped like the things from the game, like from Wii Sports. So one was a baseball bat, one was a tennis racket, one was a golf club. It's the worst toy ever, like the most useless thing. I had the wheel, that's it. The wheel was actually useful if you use motion
0: controls. Mm. But, man, the Wii's a classic. Also, I'm really glad... That the Wii kept GameCube controller plugs in it. Yeah, that's all I use. So I didn't have Brawl, a GameCube. Mario Kart. So no, yeah, we used
1: to fight over because we only had two <laughs> GameCube controllers in <laughs> oh, our house. Oh,
2: somebody had to use the Wii Remote. Yeah, so it was yeah. it was
1: like a, a battle to figure out who would get the two GameCube controllers. I got really like,
2: good with the Wii Remote nunchuck, and my I brother was only it. used it for, until Smash Four came out. So we would go to tournaments, and he would be the only person using the nunchuck and like stick. And he also did it with the gamepad. Like, even when Smash 4 came out, we would go to tournaments, and he would use the (laughs) gamepad. And nobody knew how to counteract that play style. So you just go on tears destroying Mm -hmm. kids who didn't know how to play. (laughs) (laughs) amazing. So
1: much fun. There was something I forgot about that I actually played extensively. I don't know if you guys ever got into Ultimate Alliance at all.
0: Mm -mm. No.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, It was kind of... Did you ever play X-Men Legends? No? Okay, well essentially the play style is kind of like you have four different heroes and you swap between each one while you're going on missions or doing whatever. Um, and Ultimate Alliance was essentially like the Avengers version of X-Men Legends where it essentially had everyone, Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk, yeah. Yeah, uh, the entire cast. I don't remember exactly There's who a was lot. all in i I've, I've heard of it and I've seen rosters. It's a
0: lot. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a the lot. Fantastic Four is in Fantastic it. Fantastic Four,
1: and, like, Ghost Rider, Blade. Like mm-hmm. There's a, a lot of characters in it. I just remember... Like, just being able to swap different characters. and Ultimate Alliance 2 kind of followed the uh, Civil War storyline. Okay. So, you kind of... I remember I used to pick Captain America's side, because I just I mm. used to think Iron Man was lame. Yeah. But, yeah, that was just kind of... That was a game I had stuck with for a minute, too, just because... Like, it was, like, literally just playing through the story over and over again, because it really isn't an online... It must have been incredible like like at that. that game. I you mean, could have been a speedrunner. Yeah, probably. <laughs> More than likely. Yeah, no, I, I stuck with that game for a minute, I remember. Um And... When you brought up Brawl, actually, for the Wii, I remember Brawl, Spider-Man Web of Shadows, and Avatar, I'm forgetting which one. It Is was it one the
2: movie game, like, with the blue people? No. Because like there was an Avatar called Ava, like, oh, like Aang? Uh, like,
1: Last Airbender Avatar. I'm forgetting which one, because there was three of them. That was it related to the familiar? show? or the Yeah, movie? it was okay. like, there was like three different games from, like, for each chapter. You know how the show was like three I different chapters? That. Yeah. Yeah, I think I had that's sweet. the game for the first chapter. Actually, I think I had the one for the second chapter, too. I just never got the third one. But, yeah, no, those were—that was my childhood right yeah, there. Yeah, that's cool. And it then really upgraded like to the memories. Xbox One after all that. Mm.
0: Um, after the Wii, I got an Xbox 360, which was my cousin's old Xbox 360 because he got a new one. So at this point, I was, like—all I did was, like, shooters with my friends, like mm-hmm. split-screen— uh, like Call of Duty mainly, or like uh, Halo, Halo and Call of Duty. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's this is exactly it. Okay, I'm yeah, showing that, everybody that the Avatar game, game. For the Wii. so good, but yeah, I all I did was Modern Warfare two with my friends, and um, Halo Those with, with my cousins. Those were the days. Modern
1: Warfare two was the days. All
0: split screen. <laughs> I have a pretty um, stupid getting of a angry screen. at my friend who got AC 130s out of care packages five times in a row. I had a friend
2: <laughs> who screen peeked, so I don't want to hear any complaining. <laughs> You would always screen peek at every time. I feel like everyone went. screen
1: peeps. Yeah. If you, if you played Modern Warfare 2 split screen, every never I, screen screen peaked peaked. I don't, don't believe you. If you, you.
0: didn't peek you're a liar. Oh, right, I don't believe you. Just to see where they spawned lying. in at. Come on. Yeah.
1: I'm not going to run all over
2: Rust. Right. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> <All> over Rust. <laughs>
0: I saw somebody. It was probably Twitter because, of course, Twitter's the place. But, like, they were saying Modern Warfare 2 wasn't that good with, like, the campaign. And I was like, excuse me? What? What come is this now. blasphemy? Because come that
1: Because
0: that, like... Shepard betrayal was like one of the, like the the biggest like impacts. I was just like, kind of like dang, he's my, like, my, I was like I was only oh. mad when Ghost died because he was my favorite. I got so into like conspiracy videos that Ghost was alive yeah, and working for Makarov mm-hmm. in Mod Three, <laughs> and I was like, he's gonna come back. So just many, many so, so much, he's going come back. So so much conspiracy. Like Alex Jones was like on the phone. He's like, hey, did you see this new video? I did, Alex. I watched it before <laughs> you. <laughs> did but, you see this new video? <laughs> yes, Alex. He was on Joe Rogan on. for five. hours. I watched.
2: All of it. (laughs) Every second of it. I watched Joe Rogan. Insane.
0: I watched Joe Rogan and Uh, Alex Jones. And then Eddie Bravo showed up. It was the best. And somehow Alex was more sane about certain things. Yeah. He's like, the Earth is not flat, you moron. It was weird how they traded But let's get back Uh, back into video games and not not Alex Jones. um, Not Alex Jones. Um, (laughs) uh, Halo Three and Halo Reach were really big for me. Yeah. Um, When I was younger, I never played all the way through ODST because I thought it was hard and I got lost very easy because yes. it walking it's through that dumb city so dark yes. and i didn't know how the map worked yeah. but then I rebought it because it was like three or four dollars at gamestop and I was like I, I literally can't leave without this. you're talking about
1: like that opening mission where it's just you and you're just kind of wandering well around. you would
0: do that like three times that's most yeah. of the game yeah most Isn't of the it? game is w- I like, thought,
1: if i remember correctly wasn't there a point where you find other people
0: well you do so it's like you start you drop into new Mombasa and it's yeah.
1: you're the rookie it's just and you. then you go to mm-hmm.
0: buck and then you, you go back to the rookie. and then you go to oh it transitions i remember yeah you're right you go You're back right. and forth from yeah. each squad member to rookie and yeah. then at the end you
1: all meet up, meet up and then yeah. it's basically
0: a firefight match Yeah, mm-hmm. which awesome game mode by the yeah, way no, those, yeah firefight. those
1: solo runs used to be yeah. I used to be having to repeat those missions and like you had like, to think about it times.
0: a little harder because you weren't Master Chief, yeah, yeah. Like you're just a guy. So you're you just, can't just a dude with a gun. You can't just hop around like bashing brutes in the back of the head. You need to like strategize this a little bit because yeah. they will murder you. I used to change my controls so I could just jump around and punch.
2: People. Like I used bumper jumper oh, okay. for so long just because it was so much easier to just yeah. fly through. The I beat. didn't think
1: about that. But
2: <clears throat> I was 10 when I got my Xbox 360, and this is how sad it was. I did not buy online for. At least a year Mm. after i got it so all i did was me and my brother mostly would play split screen on a crappy crt with wood paneling on the side Mm. it was miserable i don't know how i lived through it Um, but i played a ton of mw2 when i got online i played a ton of halo reach and a ton of battlefield 3. i remember like me and all my friends in middle school would be in an xbox live party of eight those mm-hmm. The sounds of the Xbox Live party still bring me back. <laughs> and we would just be in two squads making so much fun in Battlefield 3. Like, making our own fun. We'd yeah. go and try and steal the other team's vehicles and just <laughs> troll them. Or we'd get on a super big sniper nest and just have one person hiding so we could respawn on them. That's,
0: like, the best way to play a Battlefield I've ever heard of. Yeah. Eight just people. With, just with like a ridiculous two amount of people yeah. abusing mm-hmm. the
2: game mechanics. Yeah. So much fun. <laughs> that's, that's good stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I played a lot of Skyrim too. Yeah,
0: I retroactively got into console Battlefield like my freshman year because mm-hmm. my roommate had a 360, so we would we'd play that. We'd like take turns on his profile. Yeah, and I got decent at it. And there was one I don't even know the mission or the the multiplayer map, but one team starts out on like an island, they, like they have an island under their control, and like yeah. a ton of people spawn there, and they would they just keep trying to like cross where we like there were five of us with sniper rifles just picking them off yeah that are you gonna learn half or the people you just playing gonna let just me get 20 kills in this match i'm not forward. i'm not this good how am i getting so many kills it's either
2: middle school what? people who just bought the game at gamestop or their parents got from or it's stoners our age really like, let's go back and play battlefield <laughs> 3 and those the, are the two demographics you're playing the against. locker corridor in operation Metro oh it sucks is where boys became men. i hate that map i will if, if you've never played it it's basically a long hallway, yeah, where you can just throw a grenade and kill everybody. But you have to do it to take the point. It's it's the closest way
0: to one of the capture points, and it's a it's a choke point.
2: And it's like, bad game design. There's is like what it
0: is. Five, every single time it dissolves into like five dudes with machine guns just laying down, and everyone's throwing grenades and rockets, and just it's just insanity. It's the you worst. Yeah. But if you're in a yeah, squad,
2: you can and then, destroy people. <laughs> and then you have
0: medics reviving people. It's
2: a so shit it's show. Just, it's so fun. <laughs> it's shit. I love it. It was the rust of Battlefield. Yeah. And it was not, like, you probably are looking at it through rose-colored lenses, okay. but okay. middle school, 7th grade, 8th grade
1: me, I got into it late, yeah. so. It sounds worse than rust, honestly. It was
2: miserable. It was so much worse than rust. Wow. It was. We would skip, we would leave games to avoid playing that match. <laughs> like, that's how bad it was. I'm not kidding. It was 100%. Like, well, what else did I play? Um, see, I spent so much time playing it, and I can't remember the games. For my Xbox 360, though, the launch titles I got, and my parents should have slapped me or showed me better, I got Lego Indiana Jones, which isn't a terrible game. I want to say it's not bad. But I got it with the Kung Fu Panda game, mm, oh, which I played through because I had nothing else to play. <laughs> I had nothing. Miserable. So that's my Xbox 360 era, which lasted a long time. Looking at the dates, between after my Xbox 360, I was 10 years old, and I, which would have been fourth grade. I got a PSP when I was 11, which was fifth grade, and I got it immediately after my fifth grade graduation. I left my fifth grade graduation to go to GameStop to buy a PSP, which I'll talk more about later. And then it was five years until I bought an Xbox One. Like, that gap in time is the longest time I have on here of me not buying a new video game console.
1: You know, I... Initially, when the actually current-gen systems came out, the first one I got was a PS4, because I, like... There was that whole fiasco of Xbox One and what they were doing. Oh, yeah, was, like, it's
0: always on. I'm
1: yeah, these weird, these weird little updates they were trying to make to the console. Like, things like,
2: that didn't actually end up happening. Yeah. Right.
1: I was just like, yeah, you Steve. can miss me with that. And so there was, like, I, no game so share so, or whatever.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're like... Sony had that weird passive-aggressive ad, like, this is how you share a game between friends. <laughs> and you could still do that on the Xbox One, they just weren't yeah. clear about
1: it? Yeah, no, it and I, I was show. going, because I, you know, I had Xbox 360 beforehand, so I was just going to stick to Xbox after that. And then I saw all the weird stuff they were doing, I was like, damn, y'all going to force me to switch, okay?
2: I wish I switched, for the record.
1: Yeah, no, I so when I got the PS4, now, to be honest, I wish I had, like, initially just got an Xbox One to begin with, So I ended up buying one anyway, because I hated the way that PS4 was set up. Like, See, I actually like the
2: PS4's really? dashboard a lot more than the Xbox.
1: It's not. It's not that. It's just the constant. The constant updates. The updates are that take centuries. Yeah. Like forever to download, and then the space. Mm-hmm. Like I ran out of space way too quickly on that PS4.
2: I helped my brother install a new hard drive on his
1: yeah like i have and i don't own that many games on there is the issue and i'm like damn near out of space mm-hmm. so like that that at that point i was kind of like and gears of war 4 was coming out so i was like mm-hmm. okay well xbox one is kind of the move at this point because mm-hmm. like i'm trying to hop on my ps4 just to play 2k and now i gotta wait two days for this update to download like right. i'm not i'm not feeling that so see the
0: storage issue
1: is my problem with my xbox Really? I, don't I haven't ran yeah. into that many storage issues with my Xbox, really.
2: I've been on and off. See, I had an expandable hard drive that see, will now be repurposed to only do that. Yeah,
0: because I don't. I had to get a 500 gig because it was the cheapest. Mm-hmm. and It runs out like, so quick. I was at, like, just recently I had to offload almost all of my games except for, well, the problem was Master Chief Collection and Red Dead 2 are both. Hundred like gig games, at least hundred gigs. Red Dead's way more, yeah. and I'm pretty sure Halo Two is or Halo. That's my hesitation of
1: buying Red Dead is like, yeah. am I gonna have space for anything else?
0: It's a great game, but you can you better
2: have get a very similar experience watching someone do a playthrough. Yeah. I think. Okay.
0: Um. So, I did I delete. Master I deleted Chief. it the second I beat the game. Oh, uh, Master Chief Collection? Yeah. I don't know. See, because I bought that. I think I deleted it because I played through Halo 2 Anniversary because that was the main reason I bought it because I'd mm-hmm. never beat Halo 2 before. And I did super hard. The Brutes are unkillable in that game, even on regular. But um, I think I deleted it after that because it was too much. So now it's like my nostalgia machine. I have like two Xbox One games, <laughs> and then the rest are 360 and mm. even original Xbox. It's really good at
2: that, though. Yeah.
0: it's works honestly. so good as a like, nostalgia machine. Like, I'm going to go back into Halo Reach... I'm going back to Halo Reach, too, um, I might no, even I'm, go.
1: Is ODST backwards compatible? Or yes, no? yes, yes, it is. are going back to, to that, incredible. too.
0: Yep. Um, I got Jedi Academy because f- it was free. Yeah, they just gave that away. So that away. was fun. I think Republic Commando's on there now, so I might get yeah. into that. But, yeah, because really the only, like, Xbox, the only game that I specifically would keep my Xbox for, other than my nostalgia stuff, is Halo Infinite. And even then, I'm not sure because mm. it's still 343, and they might burn that me might again. come out on the new console. Which means you have to buy a new console to only
2: play Halo Infinite. Thank you, Microsoft. Very cool. <laughs> I might switch to Sony
0: after this cycle. I'm thinking made, about I buying a too. PS5. Yeah. See, so because
1: guys- I'm, I'm I learned my lesson, I'm sticking with Microsoft. Mm-hmm. So see, because I just lesson.
0: bought my PS4 this year, and I love it. Mm-hmm. And like, <coughs> I, all of this, all the single, single player games that I've always wanted to play are on it. So, like Last of Us, The Uncharted games, Spider Man. Yeah. The follow up for that is going to be a Sony release. So. I'm going to stay with Sony for that. Hmm. We can well, do a whole episode about uh the f- the c- our future console
2: teams. Yeah, people sure. want to make it like a big I say people. Kids want to make it like this console war and I just don't get it. Like mm-hmm. reading my list, I I've, I've bought, I've given money to all
0: of these companies. Yeah, I've done all three. Yeah. So, like I said, I bought a PSP. Oh wait, is it your turn? Um no, I mean, really all I have cuz I'm up to the present now. So, I think once I'm like graduated and making like big boy money in the air force. I'm gonna buy a switch.
2: I but might build a PC when I get big boy money hmm. instead of buying See, a console. I kind of want
0: to do that too, but I don't know like where I'm gonna keep it. That's my Fair issue. Enough. Yeah, and. Um, because, like, there's, like, tons of games on Twitch I'd like to play. Like, I really want to get into, like, the super realistic shooters, like Insurgency and, like, squ- and Squad. If you... But Insurgency is coming to console. If you so. play
2: any type... Oh, for PC? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, I want to play Apex on the PC just because it looks so good mm. using a mouse and keyboard. Um, okay, so I talked to PSP. Xbox One, I was 16. I left out my DS Lite. I was 12. I played Pokemon. I played more... Game Boy games, I think, like Pokemon on my DS Lite than I did actual DS games. But like I said, my hinge broke. So the top, it was always flat. Mm -hmm. Like the top hinge, it was miserable. There was a game called Bust a Move, which is you drag bubbles, and you launch it at similar colored bubbles, and so like every mobile game basically <laughs> yes but this was so good because it had multiplayer five person oh. multiplayer ds download which oh. means they didn't have to have it
0: i was gonna say i'm pretty sure badass. A ge- i'm pretty sure i have a game on my phone that's that yeah, it's i do it's great because
2: when you got a bunch of there were balls and when you got them it would send them to other people oh. so you could just screw with people and you could select them to send it to yeah which was so much fun. I'm playing a game like that right now. <laughs> he is actually playing basically Busted Move. Yeah. Um, but it was like Tetris where more would slowly collect. Mm-hmm. It. it was good. Um, yeah, so after my DS, it's weird to me that I got my DS Lite and then the next one I got was my Xbox One.
0: I have a question about your DS really quick. Did you have
2: Dogs? Yeah, I did. I had the lab Are version. they dead?
0: They're probably dead. I've, have you fed them?
2: Have you fed it, your I dogs gave recently? to GameStop when I was <laughs> in the Nintendogs is for girls. Phase of my life, so I don't ha- I don't have Nintendo dogs anymore. I wish I did. I went back and I Googled how much Nintendo dogs costs,
0: which is too much money for the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my, I need to go feed. we gonna do that. Tonight. Yeah, you should. Um, <laughs> Peta's gonna come oh, to my shit. door. Are they come in. They're gonna pound take down my dogs him. and euthanize them. <laughs> oh my god! That's what <laughs> they do? Um, <laughs>
2: Okay, then I was 16 when I got an Xbox One, and I remember one of my first paychecks, all of it went to buying the Xbox One, and instead of going to my high school football game of us playing our rivals, the final the final football game of the season, our biggest rival, we had not beat him in 20 years, and we finally beat him that night, I stayed home and I played Assassin's Creed Origins oh my God. on my <laughs> Xbox One, and I don't regret it. Uh, so after my Xbox One, I got a 3DS when I was 17, which people kind of gave me shit for, but I did not care. I had so much fun on my 3DS playing uh, like Animal Crossing New Leaf was so much fun, Pokemon X and Y. I remember that, that Star Fox game
0: that it launched
2: with that looked sick. I don't like Star Fox, so oh. I did not. My Actually, the game I bought with it is a much better game. Okay. It's called Fire Emblem Awakening, okay. and I've talked about it before, and it's 10 out of 10. And if you have a 3DS, you should absolutely check it out. Um, so, yeah. 3DS, and then I got a Wii U, which is another weird order, and then I got a Switch. Um, do you have anything else to talk about? Nope. Okay, I'll run through the ones that I listed real quick. I bought a Wii U when it was quote-unquote dead. Okay. And me and my brother knew this, and we knew that it was a dead console, but we also knew Smash was coming out. And the Legend of Zelda Wind Waker bundle was super cheap, like 250 bucks. So we bought that, and now I have this cool gold-embroidered um legends of the wind waker and it was honestly just worth it to play wind waker and smash
0: yeah honestly i can't
2: think of any other games i actually played on it other than wii games that i replayed on it Um, so that was the only use i had for the wii u uh then i had the switch which is i'm loving right now uh the the my only complaint and this is like probably six months to eight months into owning a switch is that the joy cons are bad
0: they're very small. They're very like
2: small, them. and playing any kind of FPS is just oh yeah, really I can't hard. even
0: imagine playing a shooter yeah, on that. It's
2: so LA. hard. You need the pro controller, which I'm too cheap to buy right now. Um, but yeah, like that's that's my history of consoles. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, it was. W-
0: I do want to switch because I want Smash and Let's Go Pikachu and Breath I, of the Wild. I like the Let's
2: Go games, and I think and Breath of the Wild is worth buying the console for yeah, on its own. So eventually, yeah. Uh, I, I played. We can. I'll say that for read watch Never mind. But like looking over this list, it's so weird to me to see like the order I got everything because it doesn't make sense to me that I would get a PSP and then buy a DS Lite. Like yeah. what was eleven year old me thinking? But with my DS Lite, I always again for some reason I bought it and the choice of games I picked Shrek. There was a Shrek game. A
0: good choice. It was.
2: Miserable. I don't <laughs> think I ever actually played it. And I think I played more of my old Game Boy games. Did you ever know anybody who had the original DS? Yes. Because that thing sucked. Yeah, it, it was, was really weird and awful. bulky.
0: It was like this gray, like. It, it looked old when it came out. It was a. His was a Pokemon Mystery Dungeon tie in. You know the, so the game where you played as Pokemon?
2: Yeah, I actually like yeah. that game. I, I like yeah, that game. He, I dated a girl who really likes that game. I really do. She it. loves It's one of her favorite games. Okay. I don't know. But, she's weird. <laughs> by that definition, hey, I like what you like. <laughs> by that definition alone, love your favorite game being Pokemon. Whatever it is, do you ever play Pokemon Ranger? Yes, I have that. Still, did you Maybe. play Pokemon Ranger? Nope. Pokemon Ranger was you were like a Pokemon like police officer almost, and you had to catch Pokemon, but to do it, you had to draw circles around them with a Beyblade, uh-huh. basically, not oh, an actual Beyblade, well, but it looked like was a Beyblade. So good at that. Yeah, yeah, I was. I got really. I had a friend named Kenny who was a foreign exchange student. Yeah, and he was. Inc- I would just hand it to him. To beat it for me, he was so good. <laughs> I was on a trip to Cedar Point in eighth grade, and Kenny just slaughtered that game for me.
0: Shout out to it Kenny. Got ho- it got hard. It got hard. did. The end, yeah, because it's like, and like I don't think I ever beat it. You would catch the Pokemon, but like, you didn't. Re- you, the only way you, could, you used them was to like. Kind of box in the Pokemon you were trying to catch. Yeah, they helped you catch. So like, them. if you catch a Charizard, you could use like a wall, like you could draw like a wall of flame Light around on, yeah. the Pokemon, or like a on would like raise rocks mm-hmm. and you sh- and, like circle really fast.
2: I'm pretty sure, but I wore through my screen playing. Yeah, probably, so many probably, screens got it. Playing that so game. many circles
0: drawn. Yeah, um, I I had more than the usual amount of tie in games. That I buy because I, I never bought them but like for DS Lite I had an Assassin's Creed game mm-hmm. Which is actually fun. It was like a 2d platformer. Yeah, it was super cool Because like the movement was like super quick and I had episode 3 which was good because like the, the two screens You could like manage your force powers on like the, the second screen mm-hmm. And um, I got pretty good at that and there was like there's like two storylines like You can do the Anakin storyline and then they go back and do the Obi-Wan Storyline really so it was pretty cool. And then they had a really cool like really shitty 3d space battle thing and you could like get it's like Anakin's fighter and Slave one and like you get the like the Falcon is the last unlock and like and it was like either bots or like better like higher level computers. Like you know how you can set like a random guy to like level nine and smash and like he's really good. Mm -hmm. You could do that only they're like a fighter ace. Oh yeah that's cool in a starfighter like a rival. Yeah. So it was good. I had fun with
2: that. Did you guys have a moment looking back where you identified being sentient? Because I, I have a moment like between the 360 era and the Xbox One era where I recognize being able to A, find good games from bad games and like being able to remember and now going back into what I was thinking then. Because for the Game Boy and the Wii and the start of the Xbox 360, I don't know, like that is a person that is gone and dead. But me at 16 playing the Xbox One, I still identify with that and I still like... I can still recognize that and go back to, and think of why I bought certain games why I played certain games.
0: I don't know. I was I was kind of basic with yeah. all my stuff. I was like, is it Star Wars? Yeah, I'll get it. I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that.
1: Yeah, it was pretty basic. Well, Mom, like it's Mortal, Wars Mortal Kombat. Games. Give it to me. <laughs> it's play- Games of War. Or, or Give play- it to me. It. Yeah. It's Halo. Give it to me. Mm. It.
0: Um, I just remember like really vague early memories yeah. of gaming like my neighbor was like super old, but one of her grandkids brought over like a PS one and we'd play you could be Captain America, Iceman, and Firestar and Spider-Man, I think. So and that's, very and that's it. Weird a super weird combo. Yeah. And it was like a side scrolling beat em up. And they had a really old wrestling game, and we'd play those, like in the summers. And then I'd watch my cousin play Vice City on the PS two. <laughs> They let you watch. And my dad was like, hell no. And, that's it. and he played Pokemon Ruby, and you could bunny hop in that game with the bike. And yeah. I, thought, I thought that was the funniest was thing in the world. It was pretty cool. And that's about and it. And
2: it makes a great noise. They go, whoop, 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 Yeah. I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. Do you guys tie these consoles into different eras of your life? Because I know I absolutely identify certain periods of my life with playing certain video games. Mm. And that's so weird to yeah, me how video games can definitely. be that strong yeah. in influencing an era of Probably, your life. Definitely. It's impossible for me to think about fifth grade to eighth grade without thinking of my Xbox 360. And it's impossible for me to think about the time before that without thinking about my PS2 and my Game Boy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a very clear line after Xbox One that I I feel is semi-adult Jeremy. I highly recommend for viewers to go back and put dates and look up what grades you were in when and figure out when games come out because it was so crazy to me to look back and think, who let fifth grade Jeremy Play MW two with his, <laughs> that part isn't crazy, but me playing it with my five year old brother is. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I I highly recommend
0: everybody go back and do this. I it's, didn't it do as so much, much research as you did, but it, just like going through because you were like, write down every console that you've had and your favorite games with them, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is this is, this is a fun little thing. Let's let's see, let's let's take a little trip down memory lane. It was a crazy nostalgia trip. Anything
2: else you guys want to say on the topic? Not really. Okay, okay. let's do read, watch, play. Then I'll go first. Yeah, I. Go. Bought, there's a, okay, so I bought and beat Undertale. But there was a game that came out for the Switch that's free called Deltarude. And at the very beginning of the game, it says, you need to play Undertale to play this game. So I bought Undertale, beat it all in two nights, and I thought it was just okay. So have you guys heard of Undertale? No. People had held this game up as being one of the greatest indie games of
0: all time. I'm aware that there's like... There's a cult. There's a there's a cult following. There's a really rabid following, like a certain mm-hmm. sect of it. Um, I know the memes, because Sans is in a lot of memes. Yeah. Um, that's about it. There were characters I really like. Sans
2: is one of them. And there were moments in this game where I laugh out loud at what they did and why they made me think things and how they kind of turned game conventions on their head and how they subvert expectations. But there were other parts of this game where I was just mashing A because I hated listening to the person. Mm. Uh, there are also different endings and there's a lot of secrets that you can miss so it took me about five hours to beat it um it can take anywhere from five to eight some parts are really hard if you do certain playthroughs some parts are really easy so for example it's called the genocide playthrough where you kill everybody and you get a very different ending than a like no kill run where you don't kill anything and the no kill run is incredibly hard and i would never force it upon myself um yeah so that's my read watch play
1: um, I was pretty much just Captain Marvel this past weekend. That's the only thing I really got around to. Like I said before, enjoyable film. Kind of expected more from it, but I, I think I just came in with too high of expectations. I think if you go into your expectations a little bit more tempered, I think you can get quite a bit of enjoyment out of it. Action scenes were, I think, probably the strength of the film, mm-hmm. as well as, the like I said, the chemistry between Samuel Jackson and Brie Larson. Colson wasn't in it as much as I would have liked him to yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah, I, f- I felt like he took too much of a backseat. Like, this is Coulson back on the big screen again. Give him a little bit more to do. But that's just mm. me, my little personal complaint. Yeah.
0: Um, I also watched Captain Marvel. Trying to think, I was, I was away for all of last week, so I think the only movie we watched was Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: god, that's...
0: Not bad. It's, that's a good pick. It's it's all right. I bet you're going to
2: remember that. Just all right. Vacation,
1: Space Jam is a classic. classic. I thought it was all right. I Spa- don't know. Space Jam is a classic. Yeah, I'm with Farhan on this I, one. I guess... classic, I in want all in, caps. I
0: went into it being, like, aware of, the, of what it was, but I... I I had never seen it, so I was like, when are the all the other basketball players going to come in and help Michael Jordan? They don't. But they don't. <laughs> they don't. Uh,
2: before you watch that movie, you need to be immersed in the meme. You need to understand that you're about to experience a meme for an hour and a <laughs> okay. half, and you need to appreciate all the memes that have been built upon exactly. that movie.
0: Are you excited for a- Space Jam 2 no. with LeBron no. in
2: 2021? All. No. I'm <laughs> ol- I only like Space Jam because it's a meme, and okay. I, it, now that it's like a
0: genuine thing, I'm not interested. I thought it was funny that everybody played themselves except Newman from Seinfeld. He's just some yeah, guy. Yeah, it's what it's like. Bill Murray wasn't a guy. Bill he was Murray's Bill my Murray. favorite character in that Murray. movie, by the way. How'd you get here? Oh, I know the
2: producer. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, where Newman's just digging a giant hole yeah. in the golf course. It was pretty funny. So Somebody says, what are you doing? He goes, oh, fixing a divot. And there's like a 30-foot <laughs> hole around him. Yeah. And then the guy's like, oh, he's fixing a divot. We're going to go <laughs> oh, to the next okay. hole. Hilarious to it's me. Good. I love that it, movie. It's,
0: it's pretty good. And a great um, lesson at the end. Mm-hmm. What was I going to say? Something about... It. It's weird how, like, Looney Tunes just kind of disappeared.
2: Dude, we were just thinking this. I found my copy of Looney Tunes back in action. Um, and I haven't watched it yet, and I
0: don't think I'm going to. But, yeah, Looney Tunes are <laughs> everywhere, and now they're nowhere. Mm-hmm. I think they're they're still on that Cartoon Network sub-channel that you have to pay for. Which, which is why well, they're nowhere. But, yeah. so. And, okay. like, even with... Because it was made in, like, the 50s, so there's some very, like, offensive yeah, things so, in so that. Yeah, so they're just but, straight up hold. like... They very tastefully headed all of that off because there's like captions in the front, and they have like I think like Whoopi Goldberg comes in and says a little thing at the beginning, so mm-hmm. it's like they're aware of it and they're like, Hey, this like, is a product, yeah, it's yeah, very much a product of its time, um, just enjoy it. And there's some that are also not that, so yeah. enjoy. So, I don't know, I'm, I'm, it's obviously like still a kind of a big cultural thing because mm-hmm. it's at the beginning of War Brothers stuff, I, I don't think.
2: I think Looney Tunes is kind of dead right now, and I oh, don't yeah, think they're gonna is. bring it back. I think until Looney Tunes until Space Jam two until, <laughs> until Sp- Space Jam. <laughs> I think Space Jam two is where they're gonna call it. Like if yeah. Space Jam two flops, they're gonna look at their watch and go, "Yeah, this it's, one's dead." It's Ten time. twelve it's a.m. He's done. Uh, but if it does really well, maybe they'll do more spinoffs. I kind of hope they do because Brett, I really liked looking back. I liked Looney Tunes back in I action with Brendan Fraser. Oh, it's got Brendan Fraser in it? Brendan Fraser oh, is the main
0: character. The best movie ever. Highly recommend that movie. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I haven't watched it maybe. in 10 years. It might be good. It might not what be. What else have I watched recently? I think that's it. And then I got back into Fire Red, And like these last two times I've played through is the most strategic I've ever played Pokemon. It's yeah, because like, I need to make sure they're all a similar you level. You know everything. And, like, and you know where all the types are. Yeah. Bulbasaur is the most slept on starter. He's my favorite starter. I'm affirming that right Absolutely now. Absolutely team Bulbasaur. Because Pick a team, Farhan. Mm. Squirtle, Charmander, or Bulbasaur? Squirtle. Oh. Squirtle's also a good choice. Early game, but you need something by the time you hit the third gym. But, yeah, but, but Bulbasaur uh, you,
2: is really good at the first gym because you, it's rock type. You
0: skate through the first three in gyms. In the second because it's water. Because he destroys rock and water, and he's not like electric isn't very effective on Bulbasaur. So you can it's, sweep early it's going game. going over everybody's head. Nobody gives a
2: shit anymore. <laughs> <sighs> are you ready to call? All top. these Pokemon games are so easy. Oh, there's new Pokemon announced. Oh yeah! Should have put that news. I don't want to talk about it because I didn't. I don't it's, know anything about it, and I don't want to know. I've just seen about the
0: starters, it. and yeah. the starters are being memed as usual. Mm-hmm. It's a monkey, a rabbit, and a, a sad frog. Yeah, or a chameleon or something. Okay. So yeah, cool. ready to wrap? Yeah. So you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Raven Geeks. You can find us on um, basically every podcast app. I use the Apple one still and Overcast. I switched to Spotify. I, I
2: Okay. Now that you've picked up Overcast, I've suddenly switched to Spotify. But right. in an effort to minimize the amount of apps on my phone, I've had to make Spotify my
0: podcast player as well. Fair enough. And you can find us on cm-life.com. Jeremy also has a podcast that he does. It's called In Together. This last week, me and Brent solve all of the world's
2: problems, and you should go listen to it because we fix unemployment. Uh, me and Brent single-handedly fix um, the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Oh. We don't do that. Brent's shaking his head. We don't do any of that. Uh, But you should go listen to it anyway.
0: Very good. Uh, Yeah, that should do it. Until next week, same bad time, same bad channel.